0: Hey, good morning. 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 Let me get myself situated here. I like that word. Remember, I heard a guy say once, if it's free, I'll take three. And then he said, if it's free, it's for me. Is it real? No, are you giving it away? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Who wants it? I do. Look at that. She didn't hesitate. I got another one. Whoa. Careful there, darling. Good job. Now I don't have one of those, i have got one of these. It's interesting. We talked about this last time, you know, things that, that really matter, things that endure, things that last. You know, uh, free money, you know, I just wonder what would get you out of your seat. And some of you, they're jump right, look at, jumping right up out of her seat. A lot of you raised your hand, but you really weren't doing much. But for free money... And that's pretty cool, huh? Do you have one of those? I have two of those, actually. Yeah. You can, have this one you can still get $2 bills, by the way. You know, uh, you get out of your seat for some free money or, or free food, but would you get out of your seat for prayer? Would you come up here to the front to get prayed for? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. I, uh, it's a question. You know? Uh, would you get out of your seat for eternal life? You know, this is the kind of thing Jesus is talking about. You know, they they would come and, and they were looking for Jesus. But why were they looking for him? Because of bread and circuses. They wanted the food. They wanted the entertainment. That's what it, that's what it was all about for them. And he said, you know, something is not quite right here. You know, in our society, again... Well, I'd like to preach last week's message all over again because it's, it's such a powerful scripture. But, you know, our society, we are, we are so in tune with this as well. We want the food, we want the free stuff, and we want entertainment. It's all about that. The, the truth is, in our country, we know more about what's going to be on TV than what's in this book here. It used to be the other way around for Christians, for for this country we knew what, we knew what was in this we knew what was in this book we know more about tv guide than about the real guide the word of god it's true we are we are some of the most you know biblically illiterate people in the history of our country we have no idea but we know what's going to be on the when the next episode of whatever your favorite is is going to be on and, and what it's going to be about or what the last one was. But do you know what, do you know what the next chapter in John is going to be about? Say, why are you, why are you trying to make me feel bad? It's just the reality. And, and Jesus, you know, addresses these things and, and, and he, wants to, he wants us to, to think about it. And, and that's why He said to them, do not work for food that spoils but for food that endures to eternal life. Don't work for the stuff that's just going to go bad, that's not going to last, but, but the things that, that matter, the things that are eternal eternal life itself. How much effort are we put into it? Do we really do anything? Do we put in any work at all? We'll work to get that TV set up just right. And I'm not picking on just TVs, that's just the most common thing. Well, we got that right. We got the big giant screen, you know, you know, 400 inches, uh, whatever they make nowadays. You know, it's the whole wall, and, and like, we got all that. But, but where's, where's, our, where's the Bible? Where's the Word of God in our lives? They heard what Jesus said. He said those words, do not work for food that spoils, but... Do work for food that endures to eternal life. Now, Jesus said the word work. And I think that when, they said, when he said that, their ears kind of perked up. Work? Work for it? And, and why would they do that? And I think, I think it's common to not just them, but to us as well, is we want to earn our way. Why? So that we can take some credit for it. Well, I worked really hard for that eternal life. I worked really hard to get, you know, to get saved. Uh, You know, I I I stopped doing this and I stopped doing that, you know, and I I even got a suit. And 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 I did all this stuff. I I even gave money. Are you kidding? Wow. You're in. You know, the irony the irony of the whole thing is that we want the free stuff, but we also want to take credit. But I got out of my seat for that $2 bill. And our sister over here, she got three. But you know... The truth is, they weren't really listening. You know, they hear what they wanted to hear, and and we're like that too. He said, work for the food that endures to eternal life, which what? Which the Son of Man will what? What does it say? He will give to you. He's going to give it to you. You're not going to work it. You're not going to earn it. So... I forgot to tell you to tur- turn to John chapter 6. Let's open our Bibles to John chapter 6. Let's go back and start this all over again. No, I won't do that to you. John chapter 6, and we're going to pick it up today. We're just going to look at two verses, and we're going to have communion together. And, and uh, I, I want to focus in on what he's talking about in these two verses because of because of what what happened before that, and also what happens after that. But, But look at verse 28 for a moment, if you will, please. He says, Then they asked him, What must we do to do the works that God requires, or to do the works of God, to work the works of God? Notice, Notice it says plural' it's, a, it's in the plural what, what must we do to do these works to do all these works all that that we can do and and kind of the the understanding of what what Jesus or what these people are saying is here is that they're they're trying to to, to figure out what they could do to make God happy the works of God the one commentator uh, defines that as those works which God has assigned to man as the conditions of his favor. What do I have to do to make God happy with me? What can I do? That's what they wanted to know here. Again, they heard the word work and works, and they, you know their ears perked up, perked up, and they wanted to get involved in it. Someone said this, Man is always trying to earn his way to heaven. I'm trying to get there. I'm going to get there. When you talk to somebody, and, and, I, and I, I've, I've, this is so true, when you say, if you ask them, and maybe if I ask you today, even those of you that are believers and Christians, maybe even for a long period of time, if I ask you the question how are you going to get to heaven? What, you know, are, are you going to heaven? And you might say yes. And I'll say, so why are you going to heaven? And what, and what would you answer? Many people would answer, don't, don't help me out here. Many people would say this because I'm a pretty good person. Some of us even think that. You know, I I haven't killed anybody. I haven't, you know, robbed any banks. I haven't, you know, done these horrendous, horrific things that other people have done. So I I'm going to, you know, he's going to let me in, right? I'm going to get in. He goes on to say here, he likes to feel... That there's something he can do to merit salvation. If he can somehow contribute to the saving of his soul, then he can find a ground for boasting. And this is very pleasing to him. I like that. And this is very pleasing to him. That I have a ground for boasting, that I can boast about it some way, somehow. You know, Mark Twain, I don't know his spiritual condition, but, but he said this, Heaven goes by favor. If it went by merit, earning it, he said, you would stay out and your dog would go in. <laughs> you would stay out. If it, if it goes by merit, and, and, and see, he, he at least understood and he knew that, that that's what the Bible says. Again, I don't know whether he was a believer or not, but he, he could understand that that much. The Bible says if, if it goes by merit, you and I are not going to get in. Now, I don't know about the puppies in heaven thing, honestly. Puppies? I didn't say kitties. I said puppies. I think we got to realize, folks, we have to understand that we can't earn our way. We can't make it in. And, 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 and if you are, are thinking there's anything that you have done... That, that makes yourself more favorable in God's sight, that He would say, you know, in the, and you know, all the jokes about, you know, standing at the pearly gates and, and you know, uh, St. Peter's there and, you know, He asks you these questions and all that nonsense. It's all nonsense. But we've been, we've been kind of sold a bill of goods. What, what is Jesus' answer? Look at verse 29. Let's see what his answer is. And this is very, very clear. Jesus answered, the work of God is this, to believe in the one that he has sent. The work of God is this, to believe in the one that he has sent. Notice uh, verse 28, it says the works. There's a lot of things. It's a plural. It's, you know, all the stuff I got to do to get ready for heaven, to make my way into heaven, all the things that I have to, you know. Jesus said, wait, wait, wait. Let's cut to the chase here. Let's get to the heart of it. The heart of it is this, is you need to believe in the one that he has sent, the Father sent. It's one thing. It's one thing. You know, I personally think it's one thing because we're so, we're, we're so simple people that, that he's got to make it simple for us or, or we're not going to get it anyways. But again, a lot of these people that were there that day when they heard these words ended up walking away from him because, it, because they, didn't, they couldn't do it. They couldn't do this one thing. All he, all he asks us to do, all he asks us to do is to believe in Jesus, the one that he is. That's all. That's all. There's nothing else. No more. Believe in Jesus and. That's what, that's what all the cults do, the, the Christian cults. Well, if you believe in Jesus and you buy our book, and you get baptized at our church, and you, you know, talk a certain way, and you... And, and, and all these different things are added on top. That's not what's going to get us anywhere except into the book of cults. That's all that's going to do. This is the work to believe in the one, to trust in Jesus. This is our work. You want to do some works, but we'd rather do something. Just give me a list. He says, believe in me, trust in me. That's where it's all at. And, and again, it's, it's so simple, and, we, and we, don't, we just don't like it. I'll tell you why in a minute. The King James Version Study Bible says this. These people are confused. Christ offered to give them eternal life, and they wanted to know what to do. The work of God was to believe on Him. And the work of God is not something man does for God, but it's the act of receiving what God has done for man. It's receiving, just accepting what He's given to you. Now these people came up for this money. I didn't make them do anything. They didn't have to dance. All they did was just grab it out of my hand. And they grabbed But to be saved, to have eternal life, he says, believe in me. He's talking about himself right there, isn't he? Believe in the one that he has sent, the Father sent. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He he said, believe in me, trust in me. You know, that's not just to to get saved, though, I want to tell you today. It's It's a daily, daily thing. He says to you and me, will you trust me? Will you believe in me? Gosh, you know, if any of you, you know, have, have tried to deal with kids uh, you know, and, and, and they, they know it all, but you said, you've got to trust me on this. You've got to trust me. Trust me, please. They have trouble with that. Why? Because they think they know. It's really no different. God says, trust me. Jesus said, trust me. Will you just trust me today? I know what I'm doing. I, you know, I know what's going on here. But God, you don't, Jesus, you don't understand. I, I, you know, and we start to flip out. We start to hit the panic button again. I want to do something. But the roots, the roots of this really are found in one word. Anybody know what the word is? It's pride. It's Pride. I want to take credit for it. Pride is like the number one sin. It, it, you know, it's like at the very heart of it. The, you know, Satan, you know, his 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 whole thing was pride. That's what, he fell because of pride. And then they and then he then he wants to, you know, attack in these areas. And this is it. You know, I, I you know, but I'm, you know. The truth of the matter is, is that if it if it's based on merit. Just the sins that you and I have committed today would keep us out. Say, well, I haven't, you know, I didn't even swear at that guy that cut in front of me today. (laughs) But you thought about doing it. Just the the sins in our thought, maybe even our action. Maybe you spoke to somebody today, your wife, your husband, in a mean way, unkind word. You know, you thought about things that you shouldn't be thinking about. You looked at something, you saw things in this life. Just Just the sins that you and I have committed today are enough to keep us out of heaven. Did you know that? Now add, now add them all up for every single day that you're going to be alive on this earth. And you're not going to get it. You're not going to go. You're not, it's not going to happen. Never. It's not supposed to. We can't save ourselves. Ephesians, Ephesians 2, you've got to learn these verses. For it's by grace you have been saved through faith. What Jesus was talking about. To believe in him, and this not from yourself. You can't even take credit for that. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. But, you know, I want to. You remember the story of Gideon in, in the book of Judges. Gideon, you know, he was the Lord tapped him, and you know, he really wasn't anything special, but the Lord tapped him to, to, to have this, you know, battle. And to fight against really all the false gods and, and everything else. But he had a whole bunch of men with him. And, and, and the Lord told him, he said this in Judges 7, he says, The Lord said to Gideon, you have too many men for me to deliver Midian into their hands. And so he like made him, you know, narrow it down to like, how many? I forget now. Three hundred. Three hundred. And they had thousands and thousands. He started off with like 10,000, I believe, down to 300. And this is what the Lord said, In order that Israel may not boast against me that her own strength has saved her. In order order that that you can boast about it. Well, yeah, we did a pretty good job there, didn't we? The fact of the matter is, 300 against 1,000 and 1,000, you don't stand a chance. You and I don't stand a chance against the the sins that we commit to get to heaven, to do what God, to make God happy with us. No, it's not going to happen. Can't. Again, it's not meant to. This is what the Lord says Let the wise. Let not the wise man boast of his wisdom or the strong man boast of his strength or the rich man boast of his riches but let him who boasts boast about this that he understands and knows me. You want to boast about something just boast that you have a relationship with Jesus. Amen. That's, all, that's all I can boast about Jesus. It's him. Thank you. And he died for me. When Paul the Apostle had a you know he had some kind of physical issue we don't know exactly what it is but he it says that that he went and he prayed and he asked God to take it away and he went back and prayed again but but the lord said this to paul he said my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness and then paul said this he said therefore i will boast all the more gladly about my weakness is so that Christ's power may rest on me. In other words, he, if I'm going to boast about anything, I'm going to boast about how I can't do it. Why? To give credit to God who can. The power that God has. The, the power that God gives. The power that comes from Him, directly from Him. How about, you say, why are you talking about this? Because it's throughout the whole Bible, as you'll see. I got some examples for you in just a couple minutes. How about uh, Paul in Second Timothy chapter one? He says that God has saved us and called us to a holy life. You know, it does matter how we live. It's, it's just that that holy life's not going to get us to heaven. You know, Paul talks about it in Romans. He says, you know, it's all by grace. It's by grace. It's by grace. But, you know, do we just, you know, go out and sin as much as we can so that we can show how big grace is? But look what he says there. He says he's called us to a holy life not because of anything we have done or works, but because of his own purpose and grace. Not because of anything we have done. And how about Titus? says he saved us. Not because of righteous things we had done or works. Not because of works. But because of his mercy saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit. That seems pretty clear to me. But we're not very clear about this. If someone asked you, are you going to heaven? And you say, yes, I am. Why are you going to heaven? There's really only one answer. Because I believe in Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Savior. He saved me. Not because of anything that I've done. Not because I'm a good person. Not because I'm so good looking. You know, we have all kinds of stuff. We have all kinds of things that that we we try to take credit for, not because I have this really cool car. Have you seen my car? (laughs) Okay, so I got three examples for you. We're going to look at these in the Gospel, the Gospels, and the book of Acts. Number one, let's look at Matthew chapter 19. So I want you to turn back with me. Three books to the Gospel of Matthew. I'm I'm trying to make this easy for you. Because if I make it too difficult, you're not going to get it. You'll take credit for it, but you didn't really get it. Oh, I got that. Really? And then I ask you 10 minutes later, well, what was that again? But this is a common thing. It's so, it's in us. Pride is in us. The center of the word pride is what? I. I. It's me. It's I. The rich young ruler. And, you know, found in, in the Gospels here. <clears throat> Matthew 19, verse 26. A man came up to Jesus and he asked, Teacher, what good thing must I do to get eternal life? What do I need to do to get eternal life? Why do, you call, why do you ask me about what is good? Jesus replied, There's only one who is good. That kind of answers it right there. You, you can't do any good things. There's no good thing that's good enough for you. There's only one good, and it's Him. It's the Father. It's God. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. But He said this, and, and, and I, again, Jesus is like, He's pretty smart, I think. He kind of knows. So He said, He said, if you want to enter life, obey the commandments. And the guy goes, oh, cool. Which ones? And Jesus replied, do not murder. I never murdered anybody. Do not commit adultery. I never committed adultery. Do not steal. I didn't steal. Well, maybe I did. Do not give false testimony. Honor your father and mother and love your neighbors yourself. I don't know about you, but just looking at that list, I'm, I'm done. I, remember, I can remember being so angry at my neighbor one time. I was so angry. I was ready to start a war over it. And, and I realized, what good would that do? And he's my friend now. We could still be warring. How many of you are warring with your neighbors? Love your neighbor as yourself. Maybe you're worn with yourself. I don't know. Verse 20, all these I have kept, the young man said, what do I still lack? I've done all those. Yeah, check. I've done all that. What do I still lack? In other words, he knew, yeah, I've done all that stuff, but, you know, there's still something coming. I know. What do I lack? There's still something. I'm missing something. And Jesus said, if you want to be perfect or complete, go and sell your possessions and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. And then come and follow me. See, that's the secret there. He said, following me. That You want to get to heaven? Follow me. That's how you're going to get there. It's all about Jesus. The, the problem, of course, with this, young, this, this rich young ruler is that you know, he knew there was something, and Jesus pointed it out. He said, You need to let go of all those things that you're holding on to because those were the things he was trusting in. Yeah. Now, does he ask everybody to give all their stuff away? No. But he knew that particular guy, that's what he was trusting in. That's what he was holding on to. Verse 22 When the young man heard this, he went away sad. He wasn't willing to do any, you know. He wasn't willing to do anything. He went away sad because he had great wealth. Then Jesus said to his disciples, I tell you the truth, it's hard for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, I tell you, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. When the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished, and they asked, who then can be saved? Jesus is going, exactly. (laughs) No one can. You can. None of you can. And Jesus looked at them and said, with man, what? This is impossible. But with God, all things are are possible. With us, it's impossible. It's not possible for you and I to get into heaven on our own. We can't do it. So if I stop and ask you, are you going to heaven? You say, yes. And I say, why? What are you going to say? Well, I go to Calvary Green Meadow. Well, good for you. So do 5,000 other people. Well, if you add it up over like a long period of time, it might come to something like that. I can do math. It's impossible for man to save himself. How about example number two? The lawyer. Let's, Let's go ahead now, two books, to Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10. This is a different guy, right? As far as I know, it's a different guy. Luke chapter 10, Matthew, Mark, Luke. I'll find it here. I know what's next on the TV guy, but I can't find the next book. Oh, I'm sorry. Luke chapter 10, verse 25. On one occasion, an expert in the law They called him lawyers, you know, but he was really an expert in the law of Moses. He knew the Bible, you know, the the books of Moses. He knew the law inside and out. He was an expert. He wasn't, you know, some dummy. And he stood up and he, he stood up to test Jesus. And teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What must I do? What is written in the law, Jesus replied. How do you read it? And the man answered, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your, mind, all your strength and with all your mind. And love your neighbor as yourself. You know, he was pretty close, I think. He kind of was kind of close. And, and, you know, it, it really is about love. But look what Jesus said. He said, you have answered correctly. And Jesus replied, do this and you will live. Verse 29. But he wanted to what? Justify himself. So he asked Jesus, and who is my neighbor? He wanted to justify himself. Again, he wanted to take some kind of credit. He wanted to, you know, Make it, you know, about Himself. And it's never, ever about us. It's always about Jesus. It's got to be. There's no other way. There's no other way to get to heaven but through Jesus. Jesus said it Himself, right? John chapter 14. He was the way. What? You should know this. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father but by Me. There's no other way. There's no other path. And we're certainly not going to get there on our own. Last example. Acts chapter 16, right? Say, well, that's ahead two books. So you go Luke, John, and then Acts. That's an easy one. I've tried to make this as easy as I can for you. Acts chapter 16, you know, well, you know, I'm not a rich young ruler, I'm not an expert in the law, but then we have this jailer, he's just got a regular, you know, blue collar job, he's, you know, he guards the prisoners, that's just, he's got, got this job, that's what he does. It's it's no different from the high, it's like we sing that That song about, you know, high and low among us, we we all come under the shadow of his wings. It doesn't matter what kind of status. The fact of the matter is when Jesus was talking to the rich young ruler, as we read there, sometimes the status actually makes it more difficult for us to humble ourselves and, and realize that we're not going to get in. Because I got a lot of money. Don't you know who I am? I am on the radio. Do you do you know that? I am on the radio. <laughs> so what? <laughs> Who cares? I saw this crazy we 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 have this Pure Flix thing and and there was a crazy movie there and and some guy he you know he was he ended up in the wrong place. He ended up at a mission station in some far-off country, and he thought he was going to Hawaii. And he was a very famous actor, and he's walking around there, you're like, don't you know who I am? And they're going like, we don't care who you are. Get working, get busy. It was a pretty dumb movie, all in all, but you know, I remember that part. Don't you know who I am? I doubt the jailer could say that. No, no. Look at Acts chapter 16, verse 30. It says this. Well, there was a big earthquake and lots of crazy stuff happened. The, the doors flew open and, and the jailer, you know, he, he knew that if all the prisoners got out, he was going to be killed. So he was just going to kill himself. And Paul shouted out in verse 28, don't harm yourself. We're all still here. We didn't go anywhere. Verse 29, The jailer called for lights, rushed in and fell trembling before Paul and Silas. He then brought them out and he asked, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? What must I do? What, what do I need to do? Uh, you know, do, I, do I need to give you some money? You guys are still here. Uh, you know, what can I do to be saved? And what was their answer? Look at verse 31. And they replied, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. You and your household. That's all, that's all he said. That's what Jesus said to, to those people there in John chapter 6, right? What must we do to do the works that God requires, the works of God? the works that God would want, that that God would say, well, if you do this, then, then, you know, you're going to make it. You're going to be there. You know, if you go on a pilgrimage and you get to the steps of this certain building and you go up the steps on your knees, every single one of those steps on your knees, you know, there, there there are religions that are, that This is a part of it. You need to go on a pilgrimage. You need to go on your knees up a certain you know, number of steps. How many of you were taught that you're going to go to heaven because you were baptized as a baby? You had confirmation? You took communion. You make sure your, your ties were all correct. They don't mention that one, but they'll send you a letter. Can I have your address? There's a few more, but I don't remember what they are because, because it's all nonsense. It's all nonsense. If you think... And I've been to to funerals where they say, you know, so-and-so, brother, so-and-so is going to go to heaven because he was baptized as an infant, and so we know that covers it. That doesn't cover anything. The only thing that covers is the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus covers all of our sin. What keeps us out of heaven in the first place? It's sin. The the sin has got to be covered. You know this song, we're not going to sing it today, but... But it's, is, it's incredible. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust this sweetest frame but wholly lean on Jesus' name on Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand, all other ground is sinking sand. Anything else that you and I think that's going to get us there, it's just like quicksand. It's, it's sinking. It's not going to get us anywhere. The only way, if I stopped and asked you right now, are you going to heaven? And you said, yes, I am. And I said to you, why are you going to heaven? What are you going to answer? The only way I'm going to go to heaven is the blood of Jesus that washes away my sins. I believe in Jesus. That's the only thing that's going to get you there. Nothing good that you did before, nothing good that you did after. You know, we got this kind of mixed up theology as well. I'm saved by, by trusting in Jesus, but I got to keep my salvation by being good the rest of my life. Well, how many of you can do that? Most of you are believers in this room, and like I said, the sins that you have committed just today are enough to keep you and I out. So we're going to have communion. And it's not going to save you. It's not going to do anything to you, but, but, but we're here to remember the Lord Jesus. That's what Paul taught us. Remember the Lord Jesus until he comes. And Paul said these words in Galatians, May I never boast except except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, there's no, there's no room for pride. There's no room for any of that. There's no condemnation for what we haven't done. There's no condemnation for what we have done. It's all at the cross. May I never boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's the only thing that's going to get us in. So I'm going to ask you one more time. Are you going to heaven? Why? are you going to heaven? Because I believe in Jesus. He died on the cross. It all happened at the cross. He paid the price for my sin. He died for me. He took my place. He paid my penalty so that I could live. Because without that, you don't have a chance. You don't have a chance without the cross. So we come, we're going to celebrate. We're going to have the cracker and the juice brought that the, you know, that signify, that represents. They don't turn into the body and blood of Jesus. Folks, I'm sorry. That's not true. But they represent. And they're a, a, something physical that we have in our hands. That Jesus gave his body, he, he gave his life physically, not just you know some spiritual thing that happened. he physically was there. He shed his blood for you and for me. while we uh, while we're passing out the elements, we have a video to play and I, I forgot to warn Tony about this. Did, are you with me on this, Tony? Okay. So while we're passing that out we can we can. Uh, we can listen to that, but I want to pray first, and I want, I want you just to be sure that you get this. Because I would venture to say that this is the most important question in all of your life, in all of the history of man, in all space and time. This is the most important question. Do you believe in Jesus? That's it. It all it all funnels right to him. It all goes to him. You know our calendar. It all you know the the you know B C and A D. It's you know right in the middle is Jesus and the cross. Right there. It all kind of goes back to him. Are you going to go to heaven? Do you believe in Jesus? And the and the celebration of the of the communion is, is just that. So I'm I'm going to ask you. I'm going to pray. We do things differently, so I want to make it clear. We're going to pass out the bread and the the cup, and I want you to hold on to that, and we're going to partake together at the end, okay? So this time, hold on to it, okay? Let's pray first. Our gracious Father, our, our wonderful, loving Father, you knew that we could not save ourselves. There was just no way. Just not possible. You knew that. And because you loved us, you sent your Son, Jesus, to make a way where there was no way. With man, it's impossible, but but not with God. With God, all things are possible, and that way is the cross. So we come and we, we prepare our hearts right now. We just want to take a moment to be quiet before you and set aside any of the false notions that we have that we've done anything that that would be good enough to get us in because it just isn't so may I never boast except in the cross so Lord meet us here today may your presence encourage us and may may we be set free even even from our own fears and our own uh, Striving to try to earn our way because it just it's not it's not true. You have made a way, you've given us the way. The way is your son Jesus, the only way. So meet us here today, Lord. In Jesus' name.